we're thinking about today is not just sexual ethics, it is relationship ethics. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a, it's a broader community focus than just about what we do with our intimate partners or not do. So yeah, I think it's just important to set that on the off Anything you want to add? Yeah, uh, there's a lot of the safe space. Yeah, absolutely. Alright, cool. Um, Thank you, Richie. Uh, so we want this to be a safe space, a safe space to question, a safe space to talk, a safe space to play with ideas. Um, we also realize that there's uh, a huge variety of experiences, both sexual and non-sexual, that can be quite upsetting, um, triggering. Um, and so if you are feeling overwhelmed, um, you know, you're welcome to step outside. No one's going to judge you. There's a quiet space um, just around the corner. Um, we totally understand. Uh, we want you to be safe. We want you to be comfortable. We're going to get a little uncomfortable, so hopefully, you know, um, we can keep you just a little uncomfortable and then we can work through some of these kind of sticky questions together. So, shouldn't be. Let's, let's record the first part because Richie's, the way, the way it's going to work is uh, Richie's going to deliver some beautiful content on some tools we can use to analyze our own desire, erotic attunement, um, and ethics. Um, and then after that, we're going to break into some small groups, do some contemplative reflection. Um, in that part, we will stop recording um, just to preserve kind of the uh, sacrality um, and the privacy of this session. Um, so the first like 10 minutes or so, I reckon we'll record and put up online, and then um, we'll hit stop, pause, and be done um, Is there anything else anyone wants to add to make this a safe space? Is there anything else we need to know? All right, cool. I'm going to turn it back over to Richie then. So I've just got a wee reflection um, to open us. Um, oh, maybe. If I, could, if I could have a little bit more confidence, that might help. Um, you got this. You're the champion. Sure, sure. Um, I am absolutely terrified standing up in front of you guys, but uh, I will do my utmost best. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to launch straight into this. Um, and in his commentary on Philippians 2, Daniel Miglior writes that the obedience, humility, and self-giving love of Christ provides the foundation, motivation, and direction of Christian ethics. Philippians 2 has often been seen as a text about giving away ourself, being selfless. But John Barclay reflects that it's actually much more, actually much more about giving to be self-with, to be in relationship and community. Like the commandment to love God, neighbour and and ourselves, which requires the ability to love ourselves first. The ability to give of ourselves requires self-awareness, awareness of what we are capable of giving and sharing with one another. Kate Ott reflects that no two sexualities are exactly the same, because no two people are exactly the same. What we're able to give and therefore our ethics of sexuality won't be the same either. 
what we can share, what is healthy for us, is in part based on our stories and our experiences of relationships. And for me, I know that my ethic is shaped by my understandings of my own bodily limitations and my experiences of sexual violence. But it is also something that is fluid, that has to be continually renegotiated and explored as experiences shape and transform us. What I want to suggest that we begin this session by is firstly reflecting on how our stories shape us and our relationship ethic. Sarah Coakley suggests, drawing on Romans chapter 7 and, chapter seven and 8, that we can feel the difference between what is healthy and healthy for us. If we listen for the Spirit of God praying in our hearts, the way the Spirit rejoices when we love ourselves and our neighbour, and the way the Spirit cries when we are wounded and wounded by others, it feels different, but to discern the difference requires time to listen. And I'm missing half my document here. I don't know why that is. I'm going to make it up on the fly here. So there is a sexual ethicist from Australia called Moira Carmody who offers a framework of... Um, I don't know what she calls it. Yeah, sexual ethics framework is basically the best way to describe it. And there are three kind of movements. There's the sense of self-awareness, uh, the need to ask and listen to our partners, and the sense of re self-reflection. She offers these kind of questions in this um, self-awareness phase of asking what is healthy for us? Have I been in this kind of situation before? How have I felt in this environment? And I want to suggest that this kind of contemplative questioning, whether it be done through those kind of formal questions or through silence of listening, knowing how the Spirit is praying in us, can help us inform what is healthy, what is life-giving, uh, to use that language in Romans, what, it, what is spirit life and what is flesh life. Um, so I suggest I'd like to begin this session by getting us to reflect on what our experiences have been, what has been healthy, what is, what, what's done well, what, what's hurt, um, if we're feeling comfortable. Because that, for me, is part one of our toolkit, bringing our own stories bringing our experiences, understanding how those experiences shape our values and our approach to relationships. I think, Michael, you're going to facilitate this bit. Kia ora. Yeah, so um, this is the part that gets kind of uncomfortable. Um, we invite you to embrace that discomfort. Um, again, you know, if you want to step out, that's totally okay. But I'm just going to invite all of you to sit however you like. Um, you could close your eyes, keep them open, and just think about some of those experiences that Richie talked about. What were some of those really life-giving moments? What were some of those moments when um, you felt some kind of spiritual transcendent connection 
What were some of those moments where you wished you might have felt that spiritual transcendent connection? Um, so the goal, the point of this exercise is just to listen to our bodies, to listen to our past experiences, and to let our body and our mind come into harmony and try to speak into our present. So we'll just give you um, maybe four minutes just to sit and reflect, and then we'll come back as a group.